After Buzzers, we are back here covering Queen America. We have so much to discuss. We got the American anthem. We got uh, competitions. We got romance. We got it all. So stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> We've heard it so many times. We had to start with it, you know? Exactly. Sam did it better. In spirit. What's up, AfterBuzzers? We're back here, and we're listening to the national anthem, or American anthem, if you want to say the way I say it, apparently. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> What's up? I'm your host, Juliette Bear, and I'm here with the lovely Taylor Gates. How you doing, Taylor? I'm doing so good. Oh my gosh, this final leg of this season was crazy. Final leg of the season and final after show of this season. We'll be covering so much. We have episode 7, episode 8, 9, and 10. Yes. The finale, which we're really, really excited to discuss. So, just give me an overall thought uh, kind of about all of those three episodes that we'll be covering. I mean, they were just so great. Like, we got so many just, like, relationships that I love to see. Like, we got more Vicky and Bella, obviously. And then we got, I think that my favorite episode was episode nine because we did finally get Vicky kind of connecting with Sam and telling her about her past and I thought that was just so beautiful to see and just something we've been leading up to since episode one and so I love that and then episode 10 we had a shocking death which yikes but just seeing how that impacted all the characters was so interesting and the acting was so good, and I'm so excited to discuss it with you. I know, same, and we're really just excited to discuss it with you guys here listening and watching. We, unfortunately, won't have time <clears throat> to dig deep into each specific episode. We're going to go chronologically, you know, and if there's anything that we've missed or anything that you want to discuss some more, please hop in the comment section. That's what they're there for, and while you're at it, subscribe, leave us the comments, do yeah. all that good stuff. So let's start with episode seven, the National Anthem. What were your thoughts about this first kind of public, non-intoxicated <laughs> performance from our lovely contestant? I was so proud of her. I mean, she's been struggling so hard, like, trying to face the wall and sing, do all of these things. And so I really love that she got this win and finally started to kind of, like, everything started to click, I think, for her at that moment. And the fact that it was at, like, a little t-ball game and that Vicky paid the coaches to let her practice there, I thought was just, like, so funny and added so much, like, great comedy. And, like, Mary's um, just reaction, they're all so little. I was <laughs> like, this is the perfect setting for these crazy, like, intense people to be at. It really, really was. But I do have to say, it's funny that you mentioned that, that there was that funny sound, uh, bite of her saying that they paid to be there. I don't... I was trying to find an answer to this. And I just... It seemed maybe against guidelines because remember what they had said in previous episodes they always always get paid to be places to make appearances oh that's true maybe the fact that they're not advertising it and that vicky's the one just kind of doing it like on the down low like i know but yeah it gets intense you never know you're right you they never, could come never back know. to bite them you know you never know you really, you really can. You know what else was I thought was pretty intense is that little scene at the bar with Vicky and Robert. Yes. What are our thoughts about this two, this coupling? I mean, we get so much more of them in later episodes too. But just that bar scene, like during that scene, I was just like so torn because they do have this like really interesting dynamic because they have known each other for just so long, and I think that just adds so much like depth to their relationship and just like there's so much history there but at the same time it's just so toxic yeah you're not and there it for can it never work i don't think oh 
Oh, well, I'm sure that there's people in the comment section who are all the Queen America fans who are probably not, you know, I feel like there's Debate a couple. Maybe disagree with me, please. I think that they're the couple that you want to root for, yeah. but I do agree that I don't know if they're there yet. But I have to say they're in those scenes, they're in public and they're eating like so sexually just looking at each other. You can feel that tension just. And I mean, I say that love there. I think there really is love. There is. There's so much chemistry. And I think like juxtaposing that relationship next to the one between her and Andy, which is much like sweeter and calmer and more domestic. Like in certain ways, it's just complete night and day. So it's like she has two very different options to choose from. Yeah, she does. But um, what are your thoughts about the fact that this couple, they're both seeing other people? I mean, honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Like, they're adults. I do maybe have a problem with it, the fact that I don't think she's telling Andy this, and I don't think that Robert's probably telling Natalie this. And so the fact that they're keeping it from other people that they're seeing, like, that I have a problem with. Like, I think that if you're going to do that, it has to be very open, and, like, everyone has to be okay with it. So, but, like, is it unexpected from these two people? No. Like, of course they're not going to be you know open with everything they're doing yeah that is very true well we shall wait and see and we'll discuss it a little bit later to see actually what we did see (laughs) Uh, but moving on from that coupling let's talk a little bit about bella bella the troublemaker might i call her yes it's tough being a teenager it is it really is especially when you're pretending not to be a teenager (laughs) that's when it gets tricky you pretend to not be a teenager when you are a teenager can get ugly. And can. it did get it ugly. Very ugly. This was kind of building up through the episodes. Did it deliver everything you were hoping? It did. I really liked that scene. I liked because we've had, I mean, we've had some tension between them, but it's like been somewhat of like an okay relationship. And the fact that they're two very stubborn people and they are biologically mother and daughter. So like genetics is coming into play, obviously, there. Like, Ooh, it was a rough one. Like, that was a really intense kind of screaming match that they had. It really was, especially because prior to that, we just had this sweet scene where she's helping her with her makeup. Yes. They're bonding. I really love seeing those, and I don't want to see more of them. But arguably, although they were screaming at each other and not on the same page at all, that's a form of bonding in a way. It's not the best kind, but that that is another the flip side to a mother-daughter relationship, as you're talking about. And I really believe, and I know Vicky was just trying to protect Bella. And also, I mean, the, her poor guy. Her poor I guy. I know. Poor Michael. He's a good person. He but, is. But, I mean, he was lied to. He was misled. I thought it was, like, so, like, just a stomach punch when um, Bella told Vicky, like, my mama's right feelings are always just an inconvenience for you. I was like, oh, that's just, like... That's just hitting below the belt. Like, you're bringing Katie into it. Yeah. You're, like, attacking her character. I thought that was just so... Were you surprised that they, Katie and her didn't have... She she just picked her up, Bill up from the house, and then there was no interaction? I mean, not really, just because I think Katie has this kind of idea of Vicky about how she is just, like, the enemy, and I think that she would automatically side with Bella, like, sort of no matter what. That's what she said. She was like, I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but I told you so. Yeah. Which then don't, I hate people who do that. Just don't say anything. I know, especially when she was sad. It was like, she doesn't need this right now. She doesn't. And, um, yeah, I just, I thought it was also really sad how she was... We kind of got a glimpse into how she doesn't really have much confidence in herself, although she has this very tough exterior. The fact that she said that 
that's the the reason she lied is because that's the only boy who's attracted to her. I thought that was very that was very saddening to me because I don't think that's true. I don't think it is. I know. I definitely agree. I thought that was like very upsetting as well. Although I did kind of like like I didn't know what how I expected Vicky to react. Like I feel like part of me thought that she would kind of like get softer in that moment and the fact that she didn't I kind of actually liked just because like she did do a pretty bad thing like she could have gotten this guy into real trouble Mm -hmm. and so the fact that Vicky's like just kind of labor laser focused on that I thought was like an interesting character choice and one that I really liked yeah same uh, before we move on to other episodes, we have so much to cover. I'm so excited. Let's talk a little bit about Nigel. Yeah. And Nigel was getting some action, but he has a hard time letting go. I was screaming at my screen, and I was like, put your phone down. Put your phone down. I know, because the guy from the bar seemed so, like, nice and, like, so appropriate for him, and I feel like they'd get along so well. So I was like, you need to focus on what's right in front of you, not the guy that who's, like not treating you well and not willing to leave, you know, his family and his wife for you. But he keeps, I mean, he made a big step in this episode. He was saying that he actually was going to go ahead and move forward. Um, But we'll see. We'll we'll see what's to come. Yeah. We'll see what's to come. (laughs) Uh, So let's head on to the next episode that we're covering, which is entitled Help Me, I'm Sick. Such a good title because it has so many meanings in this episode. It really, really does. Um, what? Well, what's the meaning you took away from from that? I mean, everyone is just showing. I think their sicknesses in different ways. Like, obviously, we have the most obvious one of Grace eating all of the food because Vicky essentially forgot to feed her dinner. But then we also have this reoccurring theme of Vicky's eating disorder, and then we have Mary kind of using her vices and getting super drunk on her day off, and you know, ends up throwing up in. Um, Sam's little cute little pageant apartment. <laughs> it's like everyone's getting sick in this episode in different ways. It really was. And it's it's interesting <laughs> how it started off on a great on the this good note that everyone has the day off and You know that's not celebrate. gonna last. Like you know in this show that nothing is just gonna like be happy and great for the whole episode. Yeah, I know. And it didn't. As you're saying, let's talk a little bit about the fact that this poor little girl um, is <laughs> she <laughs> eats all this junk food and Vicky just flips out and she's just not in a mad way in a freaked out way and kids yeah. are that way they're if they react on according to what you're portraying if you're if the, I remember as a kid if the adults were not okay then you were like whoa what's going on you're supposed to be the person that has all your stuff yeah. together and we got more into glimpse into just yeah her whole sickness and it was. I personally learned a lot. I really did. And I did, too. This whole show has taught me a lot sort of about that. In episode 10, we'll talk about another thing that they kind of brought to the forefront. I thought it was so heartbreaking, though, because, like, Vicky started off doing so well with this, like, little girl. And I was surprised that she even agreed to do it and, you know, offered herself up to kind of babysit and sat through the entire, you know, birthday party that was, like, sort of excruciating for her. And then the thing that breaks her is obviously because she... Yeah, she gets scared, and I think, like, the line about, like, why would you do that doesn't make you feel good, why couldn't you stop yourself, like, I think it's almost projecting it onto, like, her younger self in some ways. Right. Um, How did you think that uh, Vicky's boyfriend reacted to the fact that she was freaking out? Was He was upset that she, do you think that the, the way that he spoke to her was right? I mean, because he doesn't know, like, sort of the, like magnitude and like what's actually going on in her head like I feel like I probably would have reacted the same way like this was a super important meeting for him 
I mean, yeah, she got sick, but that should be somewhat manageable if you're an adult, like, in normal circumstances. And so, I mean, the fact that he was like, well, you can't take care of someone for more than 19 hours, like, that was, like, a little harsh, but I think I would have been kind of angry, too. I would have been angry, too, but 19 hours, I'm sorry, that's a long time to be babysitting a kid. And she did really, really well up until those last hours, and she just needed to crash. She was so tired after going seeing her sister and all that fiasco. Yeah. I think he was harsh, but I also don't have children, so I don't know how I would have acted. <laughs> I'm sure it's stressful to have your, your little one, your single parents go through all that. You must feel guilty that you let your girlfriend watch him, watch her when she was maybe not ready. Yeah. Um, but I am i don't want to see an end to this relationship. I don't either. I don't think it was the end of their relationship, honestly. Okay. And so are you... What team are you on, might, might I ask? I said, I think, earlier in the season, I was, like, kind of torn. But I'm firmly Team Andy, and we'll get into that in later episodes, because there was one scene where I was like, ooh, between her and Robert that I was like, this cannot work. Right? But okay. we'll talk about that a little later. Okay, that's a nice little tease for us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, so, is there anything else you would like to bring up in terms of this episode before we head into the next one? I did just really like sort of the ending where we did see Vicky go and watch Bella in Battle of the Bands and the fact that she didn't even have to make her presence known like she was just there because she genuinely wanted to see her and maybe not even to patch things up like that just shows how deep she cares for her I think and it's not just all about appearances like she actually does care and then I also really did like the the uh, little speech that Sam gave to <laughs> super drunk Mary on her bed where she's like I'm sorry that you're not very nice to yourself and I don't like the way you speak to me, but if you ever did apologize, I would accept it. And I just, I really liked that, like, little speech right there. Because she's standing up for herself, but she also is, like, like, she is so much wiser than I think people give her credit oh, for. Oh, for sure. She's she's going through so much. And um, I, I enjoyed that speech as well, but I am nervous that it wasn't fully heard or retained. I don't know. See, I was thinking about that, too, because I was like, I wonder if she's, like... I mean, she was super drunk. Like, I believe that she's asleep. But, like, part of me wonders, like, if she was faking it. You know what I mean? Like, just a little bit. Like, maybe maybe she was, like, half hearing it. Maybe. Yeah, because she was probably already too embarrassed. And I don't know. But I'm sure. I'd like to think that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like, like to think that, too. Yeah. I'd like to see her and Mary, you know. Because they are, I mean, you know, they're very different. But they've gone through similar stuff. So. Yeah. I think we. they're definitely, there's a mentor relationship there, whether they uh, agree to it or not. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I'm telling you, yeah, wait, I'm sure she must have felt. You could see it on her face when she woke up in that bed. She, she, how could you not be embarrassed? Yeah. And I, um, you had mentioned a few episodes after shows back that you're hoping to kind of get more into insight into that world and how bad, you know, this whole situation is. And it is pretty bad when you're falling asleep, but you're throwing up with your mentees having to take care of you. That was... Those just shows how unhappy and how deep rooted her. I'm sorry, a form of depression she she has. Yeah, definitely. And I think that kind of like Vicky, she does kind of throw herself into work because you could tell how stressed out she was. Like when Vicky said, "Oh, we're all gonna take a day off," and like she was like, "Oh God," like a whole day. Like she was not, she was not super excited about it. I think she was nervous to kind of be on her own. Yeah, I think, and even all of them had a, had a sense of that. Yeah, even Nigel. I think he was. I mean, he was super excited. But when he has a day off, it doesn't pan out the way he wants it to be either. So it was a good way to show how they 
the reason why this all kind of works is that they bond over the, this whole pageant world, and I don't. It, it's a big part of their existence. Yeah, it's a coping mechanism in a way. I think, and I think they all have multiple coping mechanisms. And when work is taken away, like those ones, kind of come out more. Yeah, very true, very true. Um, so that kind of pretty much covers it for Help Me, I'm Sick, which was episode eight. And again, guys, please make sure to hop in the comment section. There's certain storylines that we can't fully dive into, um, and that's why those are there, because yeah. we want to keep it please. going Please, I would you. love to talk about the show as much as possible. I know, exactly. I want, I want to hear uh, everything, anybody, ha- what you guys have to say about especially a earlier on in the episodes the uh christian uh scenes where she was just christians are the biggest bullies (laughs) oh sam (laughs) oh sam oh sam so let's head into the breakdown of episode that would be episode nine americana so this is before the finale so things are getting really really intense because it's all about to unravel we have uh vicky and robert who kind of give us little insights into the the night may I say the nightmare that it was to uh, just grow up in those tough circumstances that they both had to undergo uh, with food stamps or you know mom on drugs and things of that nature um, were you because we kind of had an insight of this a little bit but not to this extent were you surprised at how dark their past kind of is a little bit I mean because you're right we have hinted at it sort of vaguely just like that it wasn't a good situation <coughs> excuse me but the fact that they dove into the details, like, about how Robert's mom used to sell food stamps and how he used to have nightmares and what the bed, like, it did get very, very dark. Um, and so it's like I'm torn a little bit because I sort of do like that they both, you know, have come from that place and could help each other if they wanted to, but they're not really helping each other at all. And this is kind of the scene I was referencing earlier. Like, they do get kind of, like, violent with each other. Like, they start pushing each other and just, like, being very, like, cruel to each other. And so it's just obviously not a healthy relationship, and I'm not sure that either of them are going to get there with each other ever at a point where it is, like, productive instead of not good for each other. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was it, it was very intense just to see them go at it that way and just just so much... It's this fine line between love and hate, and that's never a good combination because it was just definitely not healthy. And I wish that the fact that they had this, they have this common past, and they are where they are now, would help them, you know, grow together and see, you know, be like, oh wow, we've grown so much. So it's great. We're good for each other. And I feel like they just bring each other down. Yeah. And it's just not not a good situation. And we find out that Robert has a little announcement, huh? <laughs> Just a little one. Um, yeah, so Natalie is pregnant. And I thought that scene was crushing because he kind of referenced the fact like, oh, you know, we talked about how we would never have kids and like the fact that she did have a kid and it's just not raising it because obviously he wouldn't probably have been present. It's just like heartbreaking because it's like, could things have been different? Like you'll yeah. never know. You'll never know. And it's crazy, too. I was thinking when I was watching the episode that he's met Bella, he's seen Bella, but he has no he has clue. no idea. Oh, that is, that's crazy. I can't even imagine. Um, that's why we need a season two, guys. We need this a season two. has to come out we sometime. We need a season two. Oh, this show. So good. And, I mean, we I feel like we say this a lot, but just the acting. It's Every so character good. is killing it. Yes. It's doing so well. Ugh. Oh. Well, um, now that we kind of talked a little bit about Vicky and Robert and that whole situation, the baby that's about to come, let's talk a little bit more about Bella 
And um, kind of like where we find her in this episode, she tells Katie about Michael, and Katie is mad that Vicky didn't tell her. She's definitely mad at Bella, but we don't really see much of that. We mainly just see her be upset with Vicky. Do you think that's understandable? Yeah, I do. It's kind of just like a code, you know? Like, when you're two adults and, like, this is the kid that you're raising. Like, this is essentially, like, the daughter that you've raised as your own. Like, you have to tell them stuff like this. And, I mean, I understand Vicky's perspective because, I mean, I feel like... I feel like if I was in Vicky's shoes, I would maybe feel the same way. But it's like when you look at it, like, in the bigger picture, like, of course Katie had a right to know, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. Um, For sure, for sure. And I think it was funny that Vicky was like, oh, well, she made such a stink about not saying anything. And then she goes on and tells you. And it's like, wait, you're – and she even tells – she's like, you're the adult here. What do you mean that's what you're upset about? And I think that – from this situation, it would have been a good opportunity for them to get together and maybe bond over the fact that Bella's messing up, so they both have to not, find a way. And yeah, no, they're, It's not their way, man. It's not, it's not their way. It's not. What did you think about the fact that they were kind of... I mean, they went at it for each other. They were saying that they that she lies to Bella all the time, and then she goes back, she goes, we lie to Bella all the time. I love that line. I thought that was such a great line. But, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Like, they've had some really intense moments already, and... One of the f- first few episodes, one line that's, like, always stuck with me is just, like, our mother both taught us how to rage. And it's true. They're so stubborn, and they both can rage at each other um, pretty brutally. Yeah, really, really brutal. Um, another thing that I thought was kind of brutal and sad was uh, Sam. Poor Sam's trying to get her little portrait done, and getting the family together is not the easiest thing. Damn. No. <sighs> I also kind of thought it was uh, it was funny how we were seeing glimpses into the other pageant girls and yes. how the perfect picture perfect families. Um, I love how they like exaggerate like all of these things. Like they're like he was a child soldier in Somalia, and it's just like two of them have army vet dads, and they just like take these really serious things and like do such good dark comedy with it. They really do. It's really funny, and um, I also really enjoy just kind of Vicky. Just going at it and going to go see um, uh, Sam's family and telling them, like, wait, she does all of this for you. She just, she really put them in their place. And I was, the whole time watching, I was like, yo, Vicky! Yes, Vicky! The scene at the house, like, that whole scene, it was, like, a really good majority of the episode. I'd say it was at least, like, 50% was, like, my favorite scene of the entire series. Like, I loved it. And the fact that she knows that Sam buys groceries for them, mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, the fact that she knows that, like, I don't know why that detail was just, like, so great to me, but I loved that. I love that, too, and I love how she's like, you know that. She She's goes, like, I, I know everything. everything. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it really was. And I I really enjoyed, I mean, her dad, I, I feel for him because he's working all the time. But I really enjoyed that they're, even though they're so removed from this pageant world and they don't understand it, that Vicky was there to show them, listen, you guys, you have a great family member that you're not being there for and you need to be there for her. And the fact that Sam kind of made excuses, like, oh, well, they're not, like, you know, as bad as they seem, and she's like, no, they are. Like, they don't mean to be, but they are being that way. And I was like, I really like that she, like, kind of pushed back on that. Because Sam is someone who is very selfless and, like, Mm -hmm. doesn't think about herself a lot. And so the fact that Vicky, like, wouldn't let her get away with that this time, I really liked. And, like, they just got so much closer in this episode, and I really loved it. Yeah, and Vicky opened up about her past, which is a huge, you know, especially we don't see her do that really ever. Mm -hmm especially with her uh, her people she works with who she's training. So 
I thought that was, uh, again, more into her past, which I always enjoy. Very intense. And I really also enjoyed how maybe that's not the way. She, she kind of came full circle and she was like, I used to lie about this and that and try to hide it so much. But you know what? No, you be proud. And you be a new example and stand with your family and be that all-American girl. And this is kind of raw. And I, I really enjoyed how this picture has turned out. I, I did, really too. Did. And I like that Regina was so impressed, too, because I think that Vicky really does seek her approval a lot. Oh, yeah. And so the fact that she was like, I never would have thought of this. I was like, oh, everyone's just like, you know, getting closer. Yeah. For I mean, a hot second, at least. Yeah. I wanted to see the setup because I know that they had a photographer, but damn, that was... They looked so cool. They looked so cool. And she's just standing there with, I guess there's like some kind of wind and it's sparkly yes. and a long dress and she's just... Bring it, man. Just bring it. She really did. She served. That was some America's Next Top Model stuff right there. <laughs> um, before we move forward, a little bit more into Nigel and his um, relationship, or might I say non-relationship. I was a little saddened by this, by the fact that he had a, oh, he hopes that he might you know, get something a little bit more more serious, and then it just, he backs out. His, his, uh, his boyfriend just backs up. Yep. Uh, crushing. I, I mean, I kind of saw it coming, but it didn't make it any less sad. Um, and I did really like the final scene where, I mean, Nigel and Vicky have both just gone through pretty brutal ends to relationships and them just slow dancing at the bar together. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. It was really sweet, especially how he's saying, just hold on. He's like, just, she's like, it's a fast song. I can do it. He was like, just, just hold me. I got you. And don't, there's no one else. And I think that was so sweet because with all the chaos, we all need a friend like that who's just like, I got you. I think Nigel is, like, very much the rock of the team in some ways. Oh, yeah. He can really just kind of bring everyone together, I feel like, at the end of the day. I really agree because even the way he's been in past episodes with Sam and the way he's able to get to to her and he he sees everyone, which is such a redeeming quality and very, very important. Especially with all this craziness happening, uh, everyone has all their their sicknesses, yeah. their vices, their competition, all that fiercenessness. Um, do you think it's time to head into the finale? Let's do it. This yeah. was so not what I was expecting, but I thought it was so like I don't know. I was kind of expecting like we would see like the final pageant. It would be kind of upbeat and silly, and like it was not that at all. Yeah. It wasn't, but I still enjoyed it. Oh, I, I loved still think it, it was yeah. a great finale. But yes, I I think I was expecting a little bit more of a ending with a bow per se. Mm-hmm. It, it was very like, oh wait, I th- I thought that at least in the finale we'd find out if if she wins or not. But I also like the fact that we didn't because that kind of means like, wait, there's so much more material to come. There is so much more. Yeah, with this show as of now, at least what season one is trying to tell us is just how these beauty standards are very detrimental. I'm sorry. I mean, I know they're a great way to express oneself, but just seeing the circumstances and how each person is very struggling with a lot of these things, it's just that at least uh, uh, outside beauty and inner beauty just don't always connect. And it's a very tricky, tricky thing. So, yeah, I love this episode. Um, We... uh, we had a moment with uh, Bella and uh, her mom watching Friends, uh, which I thought was sweet. They're bonding. They're just spending time together. And they're making these, like, little snacks. I kind of wanted a snack. What was it? Do you remember? Too. It was, like, salt. And she mixed, like, the popcorn with the salty and the sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at you guys. I yeah. want to hang out with my mom. You guys seem cool. <laughs> I was like, come back. Like, I miss her now. 
Um, I like that moment, though. And I, I think that it really paralleled, like, sort of the moment we got a couple episodes ago with Vicky and Bella on the couch. Um, and so, I don't know, I, I love it when they, we have things that are, like, kind of, like, mirroring each other. And so I, I really enjoyed just that, like, image almost. Yeah, I did, too, and it's it's a great point because... We see Bella doing that with Katie. We see that Bella doing that with Vicky. Why can't they all three of them do it together? You yeah. know, they so clearly much, enjoy it. Yeah, so much ego. So involved. much ego. We need. We really need Katie and, and Vicky to to get together and yeah. just have that, that talking. And I really hope we'll see that. But we'll talk a little bit more about that in predictions, <laughs> which is coming up soon. Oh my god, we're running out of time, guys. <sighs> Afterwards, um, we have Regina's birthday party. This Whoa. was a nice party. I want. I was like, "Where's my invite? I want to go to this right? party." Gosh, so nice. The company in the party was not uh, not a plus, though. No, the company was uh, definitely not a plus. Um, what uh, Vicky feared the most is that her, she's kind of outed by the fact that her sister is working as a maid to uh, one of these. Uh, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call them country club women. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. The, not the nicest. Um, although I do have to say, I felt like the the woman who was saying great things about Vicky's uh, about Katie was. I feel like she was genuine. She wasn't no. trying. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why not? I thought she was. I just because if you bring it up like in front of all these ladies and like at this really nice event, like I think that she was like really fake to be honest with you maybe but she then again afterwards when regina comes to vicky's rescue right and she just is like how are you that just like that, how's your husband doing this embezzlement <laughs> yeah those backhand compliments they weren't even compliments it was she just like was like i'm gonna get you guys she um i don't know that that initial woman was kind of standing there she seemed a little clueless compared to the other two yeah, yeah, know. maybe that's true. She's maybe kind of she's like, just kind of dumb. What's going on? Aren't we all having fun? I, I kind of saw her as the the character that's in this little threesome that's a little bit re- removed. And, maybe and it's not fully understood. Now I'm gonna rewatch it and like <laughs> see if I like can sniff out her intentions. I really liked the scene too. Just like going back to the parallels because the show does such a good job about how it kind of reminded me of when they were at Katie's when Vicky was at Katie's birthday party and she didn't fit in there either. So like she's caught between these two worlds and she doesn't fully fit into either one and I'm just like oh that's such a good like metaphor for her entire personality that really really is and it seems that the only person that she really fits with is Regina and we see them together at the party and um we uh it's then we unfortunately see them not together anymore because uh Vicky sorry Regina decides to take a bunch of pills and after she's had her big bash to kind of just uh move on with her life literally this was very chilling to me i agree and it was shocking but the fact that they literally planted this in like episode two or something with that like throwaway line about like what what if i did tell you i was sick like what if i did just end it all one day like mm-hmm. the fact that that was such a small moment that we all just like wrote off as a joke i was like oh man like it was right in front of us the whole time it really was and uh, Regina, in true Regina manner, leaves this little note. <laughs> Sorry, honey, but I did tell you. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. It was such a Regina thing to do, to say. So dark, though. And right after the Vicky was like, oh, she's the happiest person I know. Like, everyone is just wearing these masks. Like, every single person in this show. Yeah, very true. That's a great, great point. <sighs> I'll wear masks and tiaras and big dresses, but yeah. They need to deal with their stuff in a healthy way. 
Like, this is kind of a, like, cautionary tale in a way, I think. It is, because, uh, want to move on to Little Miss Texas? Yeah. That was so intense, talking about someone who's kind of hiding what's really going on. I was shocked. I was shocked. We see... Uh, Vicky walk in and she um, she suffers from the huge anxiety. She's pulling her hair yeah. to an extreme level because this is something that unfortunately um, people deal with and they sometimes try to hide it. I was reading up that they do it kind of like uh, the underneath layers of the hair. Mm-hmm. This um, this is clearly she's really going in there because she we could see her scalp. That was yeah. very, very intense. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. But I think that that just like pivots this like if there is a season two which like hopefully there is like taking it in completely different direction than I kind of thought they were gonna go but yeah I I really am glad that they're touching on these things in such a good way though like they are touching on eating disorders they're touching on um the hair pulling disease which I can't pronounce it well but it's um like trichotillomania I think it's called Mm -hmm. um and then they're just doing it in such a raw way and I just really appreciate that yeah and I I really I liked how it wasn't just a there was a conversation there in a way where uh, Miss Texas was just kind of saying, this is how it started, this is what's going on, and she's just kind of letting all her secrets out versus just a scene of Vicky walking in and running out. So we yeah. got more of an inside uh, out of it. Um, but this is something that's actually common. It affects about 200,000 people in the U.S. Oh. per year. So, um, again, I think as you were mentioning, it's got, it's good that this show is bringing light to it. Yeah. And we are having these conversations. And as you guys have probably mentioned at the end of each episode, there's a, they, they give various various hotlines and mm. places you can reach out to and um, talk about these things. Because, yeah, we don't, we don't want uh, anyone to be suffering no. like these poor girls are. Vicky, it seems that she's going to keep this to herself, or at least she says she will. But with all the craziness that's happening with Regina and all the grief that goes with that, do you think she's going to keep that promise? I don't know. Like, it was such a cliffhanger at the end where she just walks in and stares her down. And I've been reading up on the little Facebook group, the Queen America official group, which <laughs> love reading what everyone has to say there. Like, people were kind of debating, like, do you think she's actually going to do it? And it's like, does it even matter if she does it? Like, the fact that she's psyching her out so much, like... I feel like maybe she'll just kind of self-destruct without Vicky even having to do anything. Right. Like, just the fear of someone knowing, like, that's terrifying in and of itself. Like, the apprehension and the anxiety about it is maybe worse than, like, just getting the secret out there to begin with. Yeah, 100%. I I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it, because that's just it, is that you... You don't know. She might not out her, but the fact that she's staring her down so intensely and all this is happening. In all black where everyone else is wearing all these pastels. I'm like, oh, what a scene. What cinematography. Boom. Oh, God. Chilling. And and she held her own. She was kind of, she started a little bit, but then she just kept on going and answering those questions while on stage and smiling like everything is a-okay when it definitely not. Oh, the acting. So good. Another scene that I just loved, I actually posted it on the little um, official page, was just where um, after like the funeral, after Vicky kind of walks out, Sam goes and is like, you know, I'm here for you. And yeah. she's like, no, you're a slow learner. I don't want you to be here for me. But how bad do you want this? And when she says that she wants it, and right before she's like, I'll go get it for you, just her face is like manic and she's like half smiling i was like oh the acting there is just so, so phenomenal good. it really is it's it's a she i feel like she's using sam to justify 
certain behaviors that she's she probably just, shouldn't. She's spiraling. Like, just, For sure. I mean, you could tell in that scene, like, where um, Sam brings her the flowers, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the service. She's like, oh, that's great. And then five seconds later, so are you going to the service? It's like, oh, something is not connecting. Right there. Yeah. Well, she's been, we see her make herself sick a lot. She's dealing with the whole Robert thing. She's still having to deal with, you know, so much. Even the Bella thing is taking a toll on her. Just think of all these episodes and all the compounding effects of just all this darkness and all these events happening that she, yeah, I think you said it perfectly. She is spiraling like crazy. And Regina being gone is just like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Because like you just said, like, she's the only one, like, she's the only place where she fits in besides maybe Bella or maybe uh, Sam and like she has to be sort of like the adult in that relationship which is you know not quite as easy as being like the mentee yeah very true um and we kind of end this on a scene we have Sam running on the treadmill so intensely she's just like sprinting 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 what what, what, what do you make of that I mean, I feel like it's almost like a cyclical thing because this is kind of where we started with um, Haley. I think her name was Victoria yeah. Justice's character. Yep, sprinting on the treadmill is like where we essentially open. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my gosh, like is she turning into you know this cutthroat person? Like, is she going to be able to keep her personality and kind of keep her optimism? I mean, she declines a call from her dad, which makes me think like, yikes! Like, I hope she's not losing herself. I hope so. I I don't. I hope that doesn't happen either. But I also hope that she focuses a little bit more on herself, not to this extreme. But I think that she is going through so much, and she's trying to help Vicky, and she's trying to help all the people around her. And I kind of took this as a scene of her just running and letting go of everything. And yes, it was very intense, but it was just like focusing on the goal and going at it, not losing sight. Yeah. So hopefully. Okay. We have to have more. Like, we cannot end here, guys. Come on. We cannot end here. Um, is there anything you want to bring up in terms of this finale? Things that you really enjoyed? Things that we probably didn't dive deeper enough that you would like to dive deep into? I just, I loved it so much. These final two episodes, I think, were, like, game changers. Like, I loved this whole season. Mm-hmm. But the last two episodes just brought so much more of, like, a seriousness to it. Um, that I really, really liked. Because, I mean, the show is technically, like, listed as a comedy, I think, but I think it's so, so much like dramedy. It's, yeah. And they're balancing it so well. And I'm just so excited. And, like, predictions-wise, just really fast. I hope that we see more... Your After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going so fast. I forgot we had a sound cue there. (laughs) Um, But just, like, I hope that we see Sam and Miss Texas, like, continuing to build that friendship. Because, like, they're hanging out her phone chargers in her trailer and so like i don't know because i don't think sam's gonna be cool with vicky outing her about this you know sad disease that she has yeah i don't think so either and i think that unfortunately little miss texas is gonna have to turn on sam because she now is very nervous about the whole vicky situation yeah and i as much as i don't want vicky to be right that she's not her friend i don't I think that's good. the mask is going to come off, and I don't think it's going to be fair play at all. No. On any parts. It can't be. Like, just the, the ominous, like, black screen that says one month till nationals at the end, like, it's, no. The future is not bright. It really isn't. And unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, we don't really have any uh, news and gossip for you guys, but we did want to point out the fact that uh, we... 
Don't know if there's another season. However, if you look back and see, do you remember what episode it was, uh, Taylor, that we did the after show? Um, with Megan, with the show creator. I think it was like five. Yeah. Well, you guys go Four ahead five? and. Yeah, go back and watch her after shows because in those, Megan mentioned that she has a whole plan for season two and she she knows what's to come and she kind of is very excited, as are we, and we're hoping to discuss all that and more. But in the meantime, Taylor, where can people keep up with you? Yes, you guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Please leave some comments on my stuff. Like, I'm always wanting to talk more and more about the show. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. Well, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. Thank you again so much for tuning in to Season 1 After Show Review for Queen America. And here's to Season 2, guys. Yes, fingers crossed. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.